is up, Daddy Gang? It is your single father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. This episode is presented by Sparkling Ice. Turn up summer with Sparkling Ice. They have over 17 anything but subtle flavors, all made with zero sugar and packed with vitamins and antioxidants. Iced tea and lemonade, strawberry watermelon, tropical punch, peach nectarine. Yum. Crank up the flavor. Sparkling Ice. Anything but subtle. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Daddy Gang, I get that there are some things you don't want to share, but bottling everything up inside can truly have some awful consequences. I remember growing up, I guess, honestly, the the truth is I was getting bullied and I was like so embarrassed to tell my family that because at home I was fine, but at school it was tough for me. And I just remember feeling so awful about myself and I kept it to myself and I dealt with it by myself. And it literally just caused truly maybe like a decade of trauma. And later in life, now that I've processed it, I'm like, damn, I would have been so much better off if I had just talked to someone about it. It didn't even have to be my parents. Talking helps a lot. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I have had such an incredible relationship and experience with therapy. I was so ready to get better and to better myself and understand myself more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists whenever you need to for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com daddy today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot daddy. Two years ago, I became pregnant with a baby I desperately wanted. During a routine ultrasound, I learned that the fetus would have a fatal condition and never survive. I had to flee my own state to receive treatment. I think Donald Trump bears an incredible amount of responsibility for these restrictive laws. We need leaders that will protect our rights, and that's Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I'm Joe Biden, and I approve this message. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-yay. My, oh my, what a shitty fucking day. Daddy gang, what is up? It is your founding father. Back at it again for another episode of Call Her Daddy. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? I am just glorious. And let me tell you why. It is about over a little over one week into officially having a boyfriend dating Mr. Sexy Zoo Man. And it is going fucking terrible. (laughs) Cue the breakup. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to bring you guys through a little journey that I went through this past weekend. And I'm going to explain why it's so terrible. Okay. What were you all doing this past Friday night? I'm going to tell you, as you can assume, what I was doing this past Friday night. Ah, It was about to be date night. Bitches, I told you, Mr. Sexy Zoo Man got home and we went right into the baby shower rave. And that was three's a company, you know? It was nice having Lauren there. But then we decided maybe, just maybe, we should do a personal date night. And Lauren wasn't even upset about it. She said, listen, guys, I'm still recovering from DJing and I'm getting a lot of inquiries to schedule me for DJ. So we said, Lauren, you go spin your beats. We're going to go on a nice date night. So, 
Mr. Sexy Zoom Man and I plan our date night. He doesn't tell me where we're going. He just says, get dressed, put on some heels. I'm taking you out. And I am thrilled. I am so excited. So far, the relationship has popped off. A weekend, no fights. We love to see it. So I'm getting ready at his house, feeling great, and then we go to leave. We get in the car, we're in his garage, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot my mask. I run back inside, turn off his alarm, grab my mask, and leave for the night. We have the best date night. It was so amazing, so fun, such good times, laughs, cries, all the fucking things. And then we get home. And we weren't even hammered. We had a couple drinks. We were feeling good, but we knew we wanted to rage on Super Bowl Sunday, so we weren't getting too litty-titty, as one would say on Hinge. So we get home, and we're just going to go right up to bed, maybe watch a movie, have sex, go to sleep. We walk upstairs, and Mr. Sexy Zoom Man walks into his closet. I'm sitting on the bed, taking off my shoes, and I hear him say, Babe? Did you leave my closet like this when you ran back inside? I say, what? I walk into his closet and there's just like a pile of sweaters on the ground. And I'm like, no, I don't wear sweaters. Tits out for the fucking boys, you stupid bitch. I'm like, no, I didn't touch that. Maybe you like didn't realize you like knocked your sweaters off because this man is clean as fuck. He is a neat freak. He like likes his shit to stay organized. So he's like, I didn't leave my fucking closet like that. But you slob, I could see you doing that. I'm like, no, I didn't do that. And then we kind of both just stare at each other. And then I go back out into the bedroom and I notice that the nightstand on my side of the bed that I sleep on. The drawer is open. I turn around and he's standing in the closet doorway facing out to me, staring at me in the bedroom. And he looks at me and he goes, someone has been in this house. Mr. Sexy Zooman then proceeds to go to the corner of his bedroom, pick up his metal bat, says, stay here right now, and starts running around his house, going through every single bathroom, every single closet, and is looking to see if someone is still in the fucking house. He goes downstairs, and all of a sudden, as I'm sitting in the bedroom, I hear him say, holy fucking shit. Immediately, I want to see what the fuck is going on. I get off the bed. I run downstairs and I see him standing in front of a window, completely broken in and shattered. I'm standing there paralyzed, realizing you fucking idiot. You didn't turn back on the fucking alarm. And I'm realizing this whole thing is happening because of me. I turned off the alarm, grabbed my fucking mask, and he had literally said, just turn back on. He literally tells me every single time, just turn back on the alarm. Every time I forget my fucking chapstick, my tampon, whatever, my, my fucking life, my sanity, my brain. And I forgot this time. And I ran back out in a rush. I completely forgot. And there we are. His house got fucking robbed. And so I'm standing in the kitchen and he pulls up the security footage and he starts going fucking in. He finally backs it up far enough to... 10 minutes after Mr. Sexy Zoom Man and I got in the car and left for dinner, three men jumped his back fence and broke into his home. 10 minutes after we left for dinner. So clearly, these men were fully watching us. Now, right now, you are probably wondering why I am telling you this story on call her daddy 
this sucks. This is scary. This is not a crime podcast, okay? You're not crime junkie, bitch. You're call her daddy. And I sure as hell am not turned on right now. I'm shaking in my boots. You guys have more faith in me. You guys know there is going to be a nice call her daddy twist to this story. And really only the daddy gang will see the true depth behind what I'm about to unveil. After the initial shock, Mr. Sexy Zoom Man was making calls to everyone. And in between one of the phone calls he was making to his lawyer, his dad, whoever the fuck, he walked into one of the spare bedrooms. He goes in and he starts sifting through a bunch of the drawers. And I follow him and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, we never go in this room. Like, what are you looking for? And he stops and he goes, damn, they took your Valentine's Day gift too. Now listen, (laughs) in that moment, yes, I was upset. The burglary was awful and I am sorry about your missing Rolexes and I am sorry for the invasion, but I'm not going to lie. My ears definitely perked up a little bit more when I realized there was a gift. There was a gift, a gift. You said a gift, right? Not a gift or a jiff, or jiffy lube, what the fuck, there's a gift? Hold on, back up, Bruno. And he looks at me and he goes, yeah, I went and I got you a Valentine's Day gift, and I hid it in this room, knowing your snooping ass would never look in this bedroom. And now, obviously, it's gone. In this moment, my mind immediately goes to thinking, But was there ever even a gift? And I start to be like, all right, hold on. I'm trying to be healthy here. I'm not trying to jump to any conclusions. I have to just do some investigative work, put on my inspector gadget pants and just ask him. As I'm about to pop a few questions, easy breezy, clear my mind of any concern that he's lying, clear the air, his contractor calls him and they engage in a 45-minute meeting to essentially remodel and up the security tenfold on this man's home. Meanwhile, I'm over here now just sitting here twiddling my thumbs, going down a full rabbit hole, convincing myself my boyfriend's a full liar. There was never a gift. There couldn't have been. So cue me sitting 45 minutes. I essentially have to listen to this man building a moat around his home i am now going to be partially living in king's motherfucking landing this man is like i want 98 cameras i want men on the grounds i want the stakes that go up 17 feet high i want no onlookers driving by my fucking house to even see the beauty of my house no one will penetrate this compound and i'm over there like I'm so happy that you're so excited to be like raising snapping turtles and build a fucking pond in your backyard, you psycho. Um, Unfortunately for you and me, I am fully regressing over here. And what I mean by regression, you have to just picture as he morphed into Bob the Builder, I began to turn in to motherfucking Maleficent or whatever the fuck is the evilest, psychotic, most unwell character in a fucking Disney movie. That's me. The poor man had no idea 
that him building his dream home was essentially also crushing his home life. Because when he got off that phone, he was going to look across the room (laughs) and make eye contact with a beautiful, beautiful Alex Cooper version of a Chucky doll. Hi, babe. Come on over. Welcome to the fucking psych ward. And I don't want to be committed to that psych ward. I want out. I don't want this life for me. So I'm like, okay, breathe, breathe, breathe. And I'm channeling timing, tone, and turf. You guys remember back sex with Emily. God bless you. She was like, when you address your partner in a healthy way, you have to keep in mind timing, tone, turf. And I'm just singing in the, imagine me singing in the corner, timing, tone, turf. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, timing, tone, turf. I'm losing my fucking mind, but I'm trying to keep this in mind. I'm about to be approaching this man post his house, just getting broken into because of my dumbass. I need to be very, very smart about how I go about this. So back to timing and toning and turfing and all the fucking things. Set the mood. I decide, all right, he's about to get off the phone. Go over, crack two beers, set the mood, put some music on, put a candle on, get ready, calm him down, and then infiltrate. So he finalizes the shipment of the snapping turtles and he ends the conversation with his contractor. He sits down on the couch. It's go time. I slip my tiny little hand down onto his ginormous cock. And I look up at him and I say, baby, let's talk about that gift because I want to see the receipt. (laughs) And in that moment, really trying to give you guys a full image, he almost spits out his entire beer onto my face and the penis definitely goes a little, a little soft. (laughs) He says, what? I say, listen, now, baby, listen, listen, this isn't about you. And this isn't even about me. This is about the daddy gang. (laughs) He literally gets like angry, like his face turns red. He goes, Alex, what the fuck? Why are we talking about your show right now? I say, listen, hear me out. I cannot be a hypocrite. If this was roles reversed and daddy gang told me this story, I would make them go right back in there and not come out until they had receipts. And you have to understand, I have to practice what I preach. Can you guys tell now when I say the show really affects my fucking life? So like the goddamn McDreamy, McSteamy, perfect man that he is, he picks up his phone, opens the Gmail app, And hands me his phone, showing me a nice, chunky receipt for some beautiful jewelry that had been purchased that week. (laughs) I look up at him. I say, well, look how easy that was. (laughs) He's like, get out of my house. No, I'm like, look how easy that was. See, I always knew. And that's the thing, baby. I knew. I knew that was, I knew you did. I, it's just the daddy gang. They just needed a little bit of reassurance and they just wanted their proof. You know, the proof is in the pudding and the pudding and the proof is the receipt. And that's all we needed. Let's go to bed. Come on. He's like, you're a psycho. I'm like, I know, but that's why you love me. Daddy gang. It honestly was one of those moments that I was happy. I was elated. Definitely that he did actually have a receipt. But I think in that moment, lesson learned was like trust. You know, what a concept. I'm in a relationship. Trust is huge. And I'm going to have to trust moving forward. Jokes aside, because 
whatever i was fucking psycho but he forgave me the the point was though like it was a pretty fucking terrifying situation seeing that footage and then on top of that i felt so terrible and guilty that i had left his alarm off um it was pretty amazing having him as a partner just be like alex it's fine like they took material shit we can replace all of that I'm just happy that we weren't home and like we're safe and it's fine and like I love you and it's gonna be fine and I just started crying because I'm like I'm a piece of shit but I'm not gonna lie after that entire situation he was like please don't skip therapy again this week I was like Julie noted totally fair and goodbye this episode is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Daddy gang, what are your plans for the summer? I want to probably sign up for a couple excursions with mats, really put myself out there, do something I don't usually do. But when you want something, you got to just go for it. And that applies when you're hiring for your business. ZipRecruiter can help you snag the most talented people before the competition scoops them up. And luckily, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. Got your eye on a rock star candidate. ZipRecruiter's invite to apply feature lets you cut the line. Once you review ZipRecruiter's list of most qualified candidates for your job, you can easily invite your top choices to apply to encourage them to apply sooner. So amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter, Daddy Gang, and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy to try it for free right now. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash daddy. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. This episode is brought to you by Azo Vaginal Health Products. Most women will experience a yeast infection during their lifetime, but it is time to stop giving women's health the silent treatment. I think sometimes we get so anxious, we don't want to deal with it. Well, actually, yeast infections, you're like, I actually have to deal with this. I literally am so fucking itchy right now. That is what Azo products are for. They have an entire line of products designed to help balance your vaginal pH and protect your vaginal health. Azo Complete Feminine Balance helps restore the balance of good bacteria and for protection from yeast and urinary tract issues. Try Azo Dual Protection. Azo Care That Goes There. Daddy Gang, you can save 20% with the promo code PODCAST at azoproducts.com. That's A-Z-O products.com. This episode is brought to you by new Garnier Fructis hair filler with vitamin C, G. Many things can damage your hair like heat styling and bleaching, but the all new Garnier Fructis hair filler systems can reverse up to one year of damage to your hair smoothness in just one use, giving you up to 79% stronger hair and up to four times less breakage. And all Garnier products are approved by Cruelty-Free International under the Leaping Bunny program. New Garnier Fructis hair filler, pre-shampoo, shampoo, conditioner, and serum are available now on Amazon and at Walmart, Target, Ulta, drug, and select grocery stores. Learn more at GarnierUSA.com. Okay, daddy gang, here's the thing. Last week, I canceled therapy. That's why Mr. Sexy Zoom was like, please don't cancel again. I canceled my therapy session because I straight up was like, 
I did a therapy session last week in that episode. It was the deepest I've probably ever been on a Caller Daddy episode about my life. But also, I talked so much about myself in that episode. And then I did this fucking intro. I'm going to shut the fuck up about myself. And now the rest of this episode is about to be about you. Y'all act like you never heard of questions before. Jaws on the floor like me and Zoom just burst through the door. door. I started sucking his dick way worse than before. They first were divorced, throwing her overboard. Ah! Ah! It's the return. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No, wait. You're kidding. She didn't say what I just think she did, did she? Yeah. And the brunette said, nothing, you idiots. The brunette's dead. She's locked in my basement. <laughs> Feminist love caller daddy. Chicka, 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 slim shady. I'm sick of him. Look at him. Mm-hmm. Walking around, grabbing his you-know-what, flipping that you-know-who. Fuck you. It's time for questions. <laughs> Boo. Oh! Welcome back, mother... That sounded very, very, very different than France. I just I just wanted to get a little tricky with it this week. I was really feeling ambitious. And I just had Lauren sit in the room with me and video record me. So I will post that one to social media if you're interested in what my face looked like as I started to pursue my rap career. Anyways, Daddy Gang, let us get into questions of the fucking Um, Because there are some great, and I mean great, ones this week. So we are first kicking it off. Here we go. Hi, Father Cooper. Another Valentine's Day will be passing with my boyfriend of a few years, and he refuses to celebrate it. I really wanted to celebrate in some aspect this year due to a long, hard year of COVID and a lack of romance in our relationship within that year. I asked him if he could go out to eat or if we could order in something special. I even laid out options of places and prefix menus for Valentine's Day to dine in or to take out. His excuse started, money, hated the holidays, doesn't feel like it. I'm feeling really down about him not wanting to celebrate Valentine's Day and has not wanted to since our first year of dating when he sent me flowers and we went out to eat. Since that Valentine's Day, there has been nothing. Even when I gave him a gift or something special for him, he didn't reciprocate. I'm hoping you can give some of your toxic birth health outlook suggestions on this. Thank you. Love you. Guys, that's what this is because. Ow, I just fucking hit the microphone right on my head. Concussed. Here we go. Not from the dick, from the mic. Um... I love that this is becoming like, give us your health and then you're toxic. One, I think this is sad. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's so fucked that when people have a partner that just goes flatline in a relationship, and I don't mean they fucking die. That's morbid. I'm not saying that. I mean, like, flatline, like, they just give up. They lose their spunk. They lose the spark. They stop trying. They stop putting in effort. And, I mean, call me crazy. I actually don't because I already know I am. But I think that's grounds for a breakup. Like, if my partner stopped fucking with me. Like, fucking with me. Please never stop fucking with me. Fuck me up. No, if my partner stopped fucking me all the time and I had multiple conversations or he stopped wine and dining me and stopped being romantic, like, that's a part of a relationship and if you're not even married yet like my mom always says like then what are you fucking doing it's only gonna get worse when you get married so if I were you I think you should take things into your own hands uh I would probably do this 
It's almost like a last call. Last call for my boyfriend to wake the fuck up or I'm walking out the door, buddy. And this is what I would do. I would go buy yourself some bomb ass lingerie. Okay. And it's going to be for you and it could be for him. But you know what? Take it or leave it, buddy. Because if you don't want it, I'm still fucking putting it on and I'm still fucking myself tonight. So you decide who's having fun. Is it just me or you want to fucking tango too? And I would put on lingerie and I would order yourself the nicest fucking meal there is to order. Okay. Splurge. Okay. And you order yourself. I was going to say, I don't know. Now I'm getting a little unhealthy here. I was going to say order just for one. Maybe order for two. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Like maybe he'll indulge once he like smells the mashed patties. But like, mm, fuck, maybe, maybe ask him one more time. And if he doesn't say yes before Valentine's Day, order yourself. Oh, here we go. Order yourself meal. Try to go fucking Michelin star. Like if you need money, text your mom, text whoever to fucking text me. I'll Venmo you a couple hundred bucks. Ball the fuck out. All right. And when it shows up and he's like, what are you doing? Be like, I'm enjoying my fucking Valentine's Day. And you're going to sit at the table. You're going to play some fucking music, light yourself a candle and have your dildo on the motherfucking table ready to go. And if he's like, babe, you look at him and you go, go sit down, go watch, go play your video games. What are you doing? This is me time. It's not you time. And then you're going to walk into your bedroom and you're going to leave the door open and you're going to fuck yourself so loud. And then when he tries to come in, he's no, sorry. Baby, I'm having Valentine's Day. You don't celebrate Valentine's Day. This pussy is currently celebrating Valentine's Day. You can maybe get it later, like tomorrow or like next week. I'm in Valentine's Day mode. I don't know about you, but I'm doing me and I'm having a great fucking time. Go fuck yourself. Seriously. But again, before you take to the extreme, bring it up to him one more time and really just have have a healthy conversation of like, babe, like, I, this means a lot to me. And I know it's not about Valentine's Day. Like, I know it's corny. It's just more like, This has been a hard fucking year and any excuse to do anything fun and different and spice it up. Like, I think we're all craving that right now. Are you kidding me? Like it's everyone is craving anything that just makes us feel a little bit alive again and a little bit of normalcy because then every other day feels like Groundhog Day. So I don't fucking blame anyone. I, I have always shit on Valentine's Day and this year I'm like, fuck yeah, Mr. Sexy Zoo Man's like, we're going to do something really romantic. And I'm like, absolutely let's fucking go as opposed to me usually being like that that's pretty disgusting please stop mayday mayday alex so here we go this is a quick one my boyfriend wants me to peg him and i am all fucking for it we got a strap on and all the fixins that go with it i'm from the south don't judge me we haven't used it yet but i've tried it on my problem is i cannot stop laughing with this dong on me i mean he's laughing too but how the fuck am i supposed to fucking with this thing while i'm cracking the fuck up how do i make a strap on look sexy please 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 help i'm wanting to do this for him for b-day thank you so much baby girl alcohol or weed and I don't know if it's smart to be no who cares I don't I'm not condoning like blackout put the dildo on and fuck him in the asshole till he passes out but I'm not gonna lie like I think that I get what you're saying it's so fucking awkward and I kind of talked about this in another episode recently I think there was a difference between like really intimate sex versus kinky sex and then I've had guys that like I could almost not talk dirty to because we had such a sarcastic relationship. Like there's different relationships that if it's too goofy, you almost can't talk 
dirty to a certain point so I get what you're saying about the pegging also this is another topic Laura and I were talking about like her relationship for so long they'd been dating for so long they never used like names like they would never call each other like babe or anything like endearing and cute and she was like it, it was so awkward to me because I wanted to I wanted to be like hey like baby let's go to a dinner but the relationship was so far deep sorry I'm like kind of going in a circle here but I'll get to your question in a second um the relationship was almost so too deep into one day she wake up and be like hey babe and he'd be like are you okay are you good like I don't know girls write in tell me if you've ever experienced this because I have I've had a relationship where the pet names weren't and I hate saying pet names because that makes it sound fucking corny but like you guys get what I'm saying it's almost like when it's too far gone whether you've never dirty talked so now it's like awkward how do I one day wake up on a fucking Tuesday and like tell him to fuck me in the ass and treat me like a whore when I've only had like silent sex or like even as down to pet names like how do I call him babe one day when I've only ever used his real name Gerald like that's it's gonna it's gonna cause a little riff in like awkwardness um so with the pegging sorry to get back to this the pegging I I agree with you like yeah fuck because you guys didn't just put it on one night and fuck and you already had put it on and it was a laughing situation I think that one you could start by maybe like sucking it like it's a dick and be like fuck baby like I love taking your dick to the back of my throat let me put this on and like I want you to feel how good you feel in the back of my throat and then put it in his ass I think with dildos before you you peg a guy is to uh, like I would personally do a little blow job like get it wet obviously then you put the lube on put lube on his asshole then I do think though alcohol (laughs) fucking alcohol doesn't solve all I really do I suggest get a little fucking tipsy and be like baby let's go because that that solves all like then there's like no your inhibitions are gone it's like fucking go sober as fuck sorry or what you could do and I could kind of see this being hot um put on some porn of a girl pegging a guy and you guys start watching it and then slowly start putting it on do a little blowjob on it then start sucking his dick then put him on all fours and like get in there Alex, I was wondering if you have any advice for being the duff. I don't say this to put myself down. It's just simple facts. I'm relatively confident. However, my best friend is just flat out gorgeous. And anytime we meet guys, they are they all gravitate to her and try to get with her and I get ignored. She's basically my only girlfriend in college, so we do everything together and I look I love her to death, but sometimes it makes me feel insecure to be around her. I'm not sure what to do. I feel like any guy I talk to ends up asking about her or being very dry with me and talking talking her up instead advice girlfriend that is the fucking worst I remember my best friend in fucking middle school I was busted as fuck I was so fucking ugly and every time I went out with her all I did was I wanted to look like her but also I knew I'm not gonna fucking stand out for shit I can have my personality I can try to be fucking funny but at the end of the day like I don't look like her and what I would say is like it's fucked up like you gotta throw in a few nights that she's not there you gotta get more girlfriends because Your self-esteem is important and it doesn't mean that you don't love your friend. It's just you have to literally take care of your mental health. Like I get what you're saying. There's no way that when every like every girl think about this. I've had fucking girls. I don't care if I'm like, oh, I feel pretty tonight. And then you have that one friend that walks in and immediately you're like, oh, like I look shorter and like a stumpier. Like, oh, like my boobs don't look good or like my butt is so flat compared to hers. Like, oh, like my skin doesn't look. You have those insecurities and they drive you insane. And it's the worst. I've had so many of those nights where. You can, I don't give a fuck. People are like, well, you looked fine. No, you know how you feel confidence wise. And I've had so many nights. I remember I would go out with whoever. If you have that one girlfriend that's super hot and you go out and everything, then you just kind of feel like shit about yourself. The confidence goes down. You're not loving how you look. And meanwhile, if you weren't around her, maybe you would feel better. And it's not to say that all of a sudden it's like your, the, your pretty friend is all of a sudden has no friends. It's just 
dabble in some nights like maybe meet some girls in your class like maybe try to find and gravitate towards girls that you're like oh like this person like is kind of on my level and maybe that sounds fucked up to some girls but I don't think it is you it's your one fucking life and like if you're feeling super unconfident around this person just with regard to guys you gotta branch out and and your girlfriend may be a little confused about it but I think there is a conversation that she you could eventually have that doesn't need to be around that. Like you'll just say, oh, I met this one girl from class. Like I'm going to try to like, obviously like she has friends. I'm just going to try to go. And then if it works out, like obviously you're invited next time, but try to almost plan it too. Like if she goes and does something on her own, then go meet up with those other girls. It doesn't have to be a big drama thing, but for you, like that's a big deal. So like, I think fully make, make accommodations for yourself so that you get the attention that you want. You don't want to live in your friend's shadow your whole fucking life. That's not fun. And I think that's totally fine to to say. Hi, Father Cooper. Is it normal that I get upset when I see my boyfriend is following his ex on Instagram? We have lived together for about two months now. And one time I was typing in the search bar of his phone to try and find something from our text log. And a conversation with another girl that said, Pinky Promise Babe, popped up in his phone. And since I trust him, I just looked at him and asked, was this recent? He said no. I didn't think any more of it or get tripped up about it because I trust him. And that part of the conversation was dated back to 2019. But then weeks later, he was in the shower and I was so tempted to go on his phone and see the text conversations with her because it was nothing. And I was curious. So like a daddy gang member, I know the healthy thing to do would be to ask him to go through it together, but I couldn't resist. I didn't think I would get hurt because he said there was nothing he was hiding. And he was so casual about having about me having his phone. Anyways, I opened up the text log and tears were brought up to my eyes when I saw they were flirting, texting, FaceTiming, and t- and talking at the same time that we were exclusive. When I confronted him about it, he said that they were just really good friends and she was crazy. He was her first and she couldn't get over him. Oh, fuck you. Fuck him. We ended up making up after that argument. And then today I went to show him something on his Insta- on Instagram on his phone. And that girl popped up under recently searched and was following her. He was sitting right next to me. And I looked at him and he said, you're just looking for things to get upset about. And we've been following each other for years and we're still on each other's close friends. What the fuck, daddy? Should I be rightfully upset about this or pissed? But to him, he's saying it's nothing. Am I crazy for being upset? Girl, fuck no. I think the fact that you have brought up to him multiple times that this makes you extremely uncomfortable, you're not being unreasonable. You're literally just finding shit being like, uh, wait, you guys are texting and FaceTiming. I don't give a fuck. I truly believe when you are in a relationship with a dude, that person cannot be casual friends with someone that they have fucked. Not only that, that they have fucked, this is his ex-girlfriend. This is his ex-girlfriend that he's ca- so casually texting and FaceTiming. What are they, what do they have to talk about? What, what, what are they so busy doing over there that he can't just do with, I don't know, his current girlfriend? That's so inappropriate. I remember in one of my relationships, I've briefly talked about this on Call Her Daddy. It was the most manipulative thing I ever went through. My boyfriend at the time would, had a nutritionist and he would take photos in front of my face and be like oh my gosh like I want to send this to my nutritionist because I'm like trying to eat healthy like I like I'm gonna ask her if this is like what I should be eating 
And at the time I thought nothing of it because I'm like, this is your career. Like you take your body seriously. You pay this woman. And I never thought anything of it because I knew that she had a husband and a child. Fast forward to me going through his iPad when I asked him to open it for me. And lo and behold, him and this woman who he was so had so involved in our relationship every day he would like literally verbally say to me oh my god like I'm gonna send this to my nutritionist like and sometimes when they're so open about it you can't help but be like there's no way anything's going on like why would they be that dumb to be so open he was fully having a full texting sexting relationship with this woman when he was down at in spring training in Florida he texted me now looking in hindsight like men don't ever do this when guys send full nudes like in a mirror like holding their dick and like your your body is big your dick isn't as big like just don't just don't just do more of a dick pic like you're laying down make it look big he sends me this mirror selfie of his hard dick and him just like smiling and I'm like care serial killer and when I go through the iPad he had sent her the same exact photo and they were sexting back and forth like so many nudes almost as if they like he like he had a problem like it was like wait this woman is fully married so she is a problem you're fully in a relationship you have a problem like it was sick shit and she was older and it was just weird and I know that may sound confusing like you're like okay Alex like they were just like sending nudes that's not that weird they were just cheating there was there was an exorbitant amount of dick pics like it was an obsession almost like that's how they were both getting off and like how many nudes how many nudes can we rank out and then on top of that there were times I'm literally would see I was laying in bed with him we're like watching a movie or something I was able to see that the correspondence was literally at times when I knew I was with him and it's so fucking weird to see that shit because it's also a mindfuck of like dudes are weird it's like wait you're sexing that person you didn't go jack off if anything you just fucked me right after it like how dirty and grimy and and violating and so hurtful to see like it was such a gross feeling like ew we fucked right after you're sexting this married woman like and a woman on top of it that you have so normalized in our relationship and so it took me a really long time to trust another man because of how invasive those moments were and how crossed and fucked up it became of sex and the this the cheating and it wasn't and even though it wasn't physical it was emotional and it it was just crazy for me and I just remember right before I had asked about the iPad I started asking questions about the nutritionist like is she married etc because I hadn't known and he he made me feel so dumb for asking just like this guy's making you feel dumb if they try to make you feel dumb about something, half the time that means they're fully lying about it. Because what they do is they're trying to belittle you and make you feel dumb because they're freaking and insecure. And the only way that they know how to turn it is to just turn it on you. And they're trying to deflect, but really de- the deflection is a clear case of they're fucking lying to you. So instead of being in a healthy relationship and him being like, baby, I will literally block this girl. I love you so fucking much. This means nothing. Why isn't he doing that? You live with this dude. I lived with that dude. And now that's why I said last week, like, it's crazy to me to be in a situation now where like Mr. Sexy Zooman, anytime I just like ask him a question, he's almost overly too honest that I'm like, okay, I didn't know it needs to know that many details. But like he tells me everything. And I look back on then that type of relationship I had where the nutritionist and the gaslighting and you're like, whoa. The minute you step out of the toxicity, you start to be like, why? I was so not okay in the head that the way he flipped it on me, somehow I truly believed 
that I was in the wrong for even asking. The fact that you're saying, am I crazy? No. Why is your boyfriend FaceTiming his ex-girlfriend? Because he's literally inside of her every time you go to work. I think you either end it or you give him an ultimatum. And I don't like to be a crazy girlfriend, but you've had so many situations with this guy. My opinion would be, listen, I'm not trying to be a crazy girlfriend, but for right now to show that like, I don't trust you. Why are you fake? I need you to just block her and just like unfollow her on Instagram because it makes me uncomfortable. And clearly it makes me feel like you're picking her over me. Like that's it's one thing if it's like a a girlfriend, then that's like we got to take it in different steps and strides. And I have to really understand like the big picture because that's a tricky situation. I've had a boyfriend that has a close girlfriend. It's not easy, but that is way fucking different than this being his ex fucking girlfriend that he was inside of multiple times a day. I don't think so. Alex, I love the show and I need explanation. Why does it take me 45 seconds to finish with my vibrator, but 45 minutes to come when he's eating me out? I know it's not an issue with the guy. I'm obsessed with him. And this happens to me with every guy, no matter how sexy or how good he is in bed. It takes me forever to finish while getting eaten out. My BFF and I are trying to figure out this one, this one out as she experiences the same thing. We're kind of saying how once he moves his tongue the slightest bit, it feels like we have to start all over again towards a new orgasm and it makes finishing so hard. Would love to hear what you think. Think XOXOXO. Okay, here you go. I am going to be very honest. I was saying this to Lauren and Mr. Sexy Zoo Man the other day, not in the same conversation, but I would have if they were in the same room. Um, prior to Mr. Sexy Zoom Man, I will gladly admit, I never really enjoyed a guy eating me out. I, I mean, I don't know if I would say I would never enjoyed it, but like, It was always more of just like a, oh, like, okay, and then kind of like, okay, and then pull them up and be like, okay, fuck me. It was hot for foreplay, but I wasn't having intense orgasms from a guy eating me out. Personally, I felt like it was a little bit of them kind of being down there floundering around like, hey, like, um, you're kind of like just like licking my hole. <laughs> like I need you to move up north. <laughs> okay, the north star is really where we're supposed to focus, aka my fucking clit. And I wanted to knee him in the head multiple times, but then it's also like fuck and it's going to fuck with their confidence. So a lot of times I'd be like, whatever, fuck it. Like I am turned on, but like I'm fully not going to have an orgasm from them eating me out. And then how I usually would have orgasms is while we're fucking, I use a vibrator or my finger and I've gotten really good at being able to make myself come during sex with a vibrator or rubbing my clit. And then I met Mr. Sexy Zoo Man and I remember it was one of the first, it was so weird because It was one of the first times he had ever eaten me out and I felt comfortable with him, but I wouldn't say I was like as comfortable with him as door number three at the time, but there was something about it because I was hungover as shit. Okay. Stay with me here. I was so hungover and it was early in the morning. It was like 8am and we're in bed together and he started going down on me and there was something about me being hungover, like just not really being, I'm like, Oh, I'm fucking tired of shit. Like I'm not in the mood for this. Like I was almost annoyed. I was, I, yeah, I was annoyed. I wasn't almost, I was fully annoyed. I was like, okay, dude, like I kind of don't want you to eat my pussy. And all of a sudden, because I wasn't really thinking like, okay, I have to look so hot and like, I have to move my body this way. And like, I had to moan and be so, oh fuck baby. Like I wasn't trying to put on a performance. I was actually like almost about to straight up be like, if this doesn't feel good, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm really hungover. All of a sudden, because I was so relaxed 
I'm pretty sure my legs were like spread out flat, like not trying to tuck in my tummy, like not doing anything fucking hot. And he was under the covers. So I didn't have to make eye contact with him. I just had my eyes closed. I was like, I'm actually going back to sleep. And if something happens, it happens. And oh boy, did it fucking happen. It was literally about less than 10 to 15 seconds in all of a sudden he was stimulating my clit in a way with his tongue that I had never had a man like really get on point like that and the consistent pressure on the clit I was like oh fuck and you know that feeling when all of a sudden like my whole body start to kind of tingle and like I got a little like warm and I'm like okay now I'm like getting hot and oh my god and it starts to like pulsate and I was like oh fuck I have never had a dude hit that spot so good that I was like that that literally feels like how when I masturbate with my vibrator and I never really had that that great with a guy before it's like oh it's lighter it's not this was like oh fuck and so for the first the first time that Mr. Sexy Zoom Man ever ate me out I fully just leaned into it and I kept relaxing and I kept my body so focused on how it felt closing my eyes not caring about what I felt and I fully had an orgasm the first time he ever ate me out and ever since that day I'm so happy to say I now am obsessed and crave him eating me out and I have never said that before with a guy like I've never been like oh my god can you eat me out I'd rather them finger me because maybe the guy knows how to like fuck my clit and finger me in a good way that's gonna do g-spot and clit but he's the first guy so what I would say to your answer is my biggest advice is You have to like relax in a way that is so you don't even girls you don't notice it like we don't notice it you are not as relaxed obviously when you're with the guy versus when you're alone it's just natural you know what I mean obviously when you're alone like you could have your fucking belly out like you can be in the weirdest positions and you're not going to do that with a guy unless you're so fucking relaxed and you don't feel like you have to look down at him and be like oh yeah keep going like close your fucking eyes put your face mask on basically it's all about feeling comfortable with the person and literally girls like try to pretend like he is your personal toy down there like a lot of times with guys what I do when they're eating me out is like I will I will kind of control my vagina in a way that I'm like I'm grinding on his face and when he gets in a specific rhythm like I'll go I move my pelvic like into him and like I will do circular motions or whatever feels good and I almost use his head and I just start moving my my clit on that specific part of his tongue in the way that I want it. It's almost like taking control but also relinquishing control at the same time if that makes any fucking sense. I could really go step by step if you guys want because it's it's been a journey for me. I'm not going to pretend like I come every time. No, it's not at all. Like I've had some serious fucking issues being like, what's wrong with me at times? Like some guys I just can't like I can't come like it wasn't bad sex. I just didn't. Oh, and I, I'm happy that specifically with Mr. Sexy Zoom in. I'm like, fuck, like I masturbate thinking about him eating me out. And I've never had that with a guy. So to you and your friend. Start by just trying to really envision you're alone, even though (laughs) the fucking idiot is down there. Okay. I found myself in somewhat of a situation, admittedly a situation that I caused myself. I am currently engaged to my high school sweetheart of 10 years. I'm 25. She's 24. We met when I was 15 and she was 14. I was a little sophomore. She was a little freshman in high school. Fast forward 10 years and we are currently engaged. Holy shit. That sounds like a fucking nightmare. I'm sorry to judge, but okay. 
Now, here is where things get interesting. See, I already knew it's going to get fucking interesting because it sucks. Probably you're miserable. Okay, sorry. Anyone that's like happy high school sweethearts, I commend you for being able to sell your adolescent soul to someone. Okay. I also have a girlfriend. Okay, wait. Oh, no. A girlfriend who is relatively in the same situation. Okay, so this is just a friend. She has a boyfriend of four years, maybe five, and she just got engaged this last month. Just for background, I know my girlfriend, we'll call her girlfriend number two, for longer basically since I was 14 years old and we have sexual history. Okay, so this they went to the same, they all went to the same fucking high school. He's known this girl, both of these girls since high school. Okay. Now, the situation I found myself is, is I've fallen in lo- love with girl number two and she has fallen in love with me. A fucking course, a fucking course. Okay. I have never felt a sexual connection with anyone as I have felt with her. Then why the fuck are you engaged? Okay, sorry. Not only that, but we have a connection on a personal level as well. Shut the fuck up. We are 100% open and honest with each other. Oh, but not to your fucking fiance. And we help each other get through hard times. (laughs) What? Like being both engaged? Now with fiance number one, I obviously love her. But recently I felt as if the love has faded from loving like a spouse to almost family love. I mean, I've been with her for so long that I care and genuinely want the best for her. But also her family has basically accepted me as their own. Okay, I get that. Like, you've been there for so fucking long. It's like, holy shit. Like, what do I do now? Like, their family is my family. I started sleeping with girl number two strictly for selfish reasons. I just wasn't enjoying sex. And I was... Okay, this is... I, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm trying not to be judged. But, like, I started sleeping with her for selfish reasons. Oh, as if there's a different reason? For generosity reasons. Like, What? I started sleeping with her for selfish reasons as I wasn't enjoying the sex I was getting and thought it would be just be sex with her three years later and it's turned into a lot more. We both have come to the understanding and realization that it's time to make a decision with both having huge life choices, marriage coming up in the near future. We both know that we are in major crossroads and we have a decision. It's either time to go left with girl two or right with my fiance. I can't help, but I think I make a mistake no matter what I choose. I feel like if I choose to go the route that I've already accepted, aka marriage, that I'm going to make a mistake because if I wanted to marry this girl, would I really be messing around and having such strong feelings for another girl? And if I go for girl two, am I throwing away something that I've built for the last 10 years? But if it doesn't work out with her and I just threw away this great relationship that I have, I know all this sounds like sleazebag. Maybe I am, but I'm genuinely in a troubled headspace and now found myself in love with two girls. Please advise sincerely, deeply confused, but madly in love. Okay, sorry for being a dick, but I'm just like, whoa, honey, here's my personal advice. You need to leave your fiance, okay? And I'm going to tell you why. Because this is so unfucking fair to this girl. You are about to ruin this girl's fucking life. Number one, if you get married to this girl, I want to ask you, do you think she would marry you if she knew this was happening? Okay, so this is unfair that you're about to marry a girl that doesn't know who you actually are. And number two, if you do marry her, 
you are going to continue to cheat on her and you are going to continue to lie to her and she is signing up for a life that is not fucking fair. You're taking her, you're literally stripping her of her an opportunity to be fucking happy and be in an honest, healthy relationship. So stop being selfish for a minute and think about her. She's done nothing to you but be with you since high school. Why the fuck are you going to do this to her? If you have enough respect for her, you should let her go. Be like, I've been such a dick to this person. She has no idea what I've been doing behind her back. Let her go. Let her find happiness. Let her find someone that's not going to cheat on her because she hasn't been cheating on you. That's the first part. The second part is not to be angry with you. It's like, listen, if you're sleeping with someone else before you're married, like, dude, what are you doing? And unfortunately, I have sympathy for you because it's like, People that get in relationships when they're in high school and expect to get married. What I went through in high school, the guys that I dated, and then going to college, every year of college, my freshman year, sophomore year, junior, senior, I can pinpoint how many different men I started dating and how different those relationships were. And by the end of college, what I learned about myself was so necessary to develop and get me to where I am today. And then even out of college, from 22 to 25, those years of dating for me were so different. And the sex I was having and the guys I was dating, it's like the developmental years of your adolescent life and trying different things. I get there are some people that believe no sex before marriage, totally understand like if that's your belief system, but even to only talk to one guy what if can't you talk to more than one guy you can talk to them at least right you can make out with a few men like I just think that you're putting yourself in a situation where of course you may have love for this person but not you're not able to grow as individuals you're literally marking it like here we go we're 13 we're 14 and we're gonna go on for the rest of our fucking life no wonder you're cheating you're like, holy shit, this is the best sex. And I'm not going to lie, bro. You're probably going to fuck. If you end it with your fiance, I guarantee you, you're not going to get married to this other chick. Because once you break it off with that fiance, you're not thinking the repercussions that are going to come from ending it with that girl. Like you said, there's family involved. They are like your family. This is years and years of history with a family and a girl. So you're about to end an entire fucking relationship and family. You're going to have, you're not going to just go and quickly get married to this other woman there's going to be repercussions you're going to have to emotionally go through that you're gonna have to explain to her why is are we not getting married and I bet in that come to Jesus moment as you end that and it's going to be hard you're going to be with probably the girl number two for a bit but then you're going to also realize well fuck now I'm free why don't I see what's out there and then all of a sudden you're going to be dating and honestly that's probably more fucking healthy I would urge anyone that feels stuck in a relationship and you're so fucking young, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you about to get fucking married to someone that you don't? I don't know. Like, I think so. But I've invested so many years. Like, where would I even start? You are, you have, what are you going to do? 70 plus more years with someone you don't fucking like? And if you know that you're already doing this prior to marriage, hurry up and get out before you go one step farther. And then that means you have that more thing. Oh, then you have to get a divorce. And then you have to go through all the paperwork. Don't put yourself in that situation. Get the fuck out. Hey, father. So this is a long story, but I'm going to try to make it as short as possible. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost three years now. We have never had sex. Wow. In fact, I have never seen or touched his penis. 
Whoa, <laughs> whoa. He has seen me naked and has used my vibrators on me. We have had many conversations about sex and he just says he isn't ready. I've tried just about everything and I, I can think of, but he really will not let me see his dick. I'm on birth control and I have been since we've been together. He hasn't done anything to me for almost three months now. I've tried seducing him. I've straight up just sat on him and asking him to do shit to me and he won't. I have looked through his phone, laptop, even PS4, and he doesn't talk to any girls. I know he loves me, but sex is a big factor for me. I've had sex with other people before, but he's a virgin. Help, daddy, please. I don't know what to do. Okay, that's a huge part that he's a virgin. Okay, quick. my quick answer immediately would be, I think my go-to, if I immediately had to like be like, this is what I think it is, I'm going to assume that he may have and I'm not even being, I'm not trying to like make you laugh. I, I would assume he has a really small penis and he's embarrassed. I would say, or he's gay, but I don't think so. Like if he's a virgin, again, you should try to figure out what porn he's watching. That's always the go-to. But for the most part, I think it's because he's embarrassed of his penis size. Cause if you are trying to even see it, like if he's gay, like he's gonna make fine, fuck, like he's gonna even try if he's so insecure about his penis size, he's straight up trying to hide the weenie and he's trying to protect himself from embarrassment. And if you love him, like, and maybe it's not even that small. Maybe he just has no comparison. And since he's a virgin, maybe you should literally be like, baby, we've been together for three years, three fucking years. You're aging, bitch. You're already 70. Like, whoa, three years. You've never seen your boyfriend's dick. That's some shit. Or again, and you should maybe again, you would know better, but maybe he has trauma like you got to kind of peel back the layers but if anything I would all the way back to timing tone and turf like sex with Emily said but in a different way than I approached it I would have a genuine conversation with him at like lunch one day like can we have a serious conversation almost to the point of like it, it would end your relationship how long can you go for three years not even knowing it's one thing to not have sex because they're three years and you don't even know what your boyfriend's dicks looks like girl how are you surviving I said dicks, dick. Hopefully he doesn't have, maybe he does have multiple penises. We don't know. But the point is you got to have a conversation. If I personally would, if not, you try everything, be there for them emotionally. But then at some point you got to take care of yourself and you got to fucking get your own baby girl. Daddy motherfucking Cooper. First of all, you give me CEO vibes and you are a little, and you are a little guys a little, you are a literal goddess. Thank you, bitch. Second, I need an opinion as I've dug myself a pretty deep hole. Do you lean more to girl code or it didn't work for me? It might for you, but don't complain to me if it doesn't type shit. Huh? Recently, I broke up with my long-term boyfriend after finding out that he cheated and he kept belittling me over my sexual abuse trauma. The same night, I hooked up with my guy best friend who also happens to be my girl best friend's ex. They dated for about five months and broke up about seven months ago after she moved 500 miles away with her family. She claims to be over him and has had a new boyfriend since and has been with that new boyfriend almost the entire time since she's moved. But she's fairly mad at me and has brought it down to it's a him or me situation over this. I've known her for almost four years and I've known him for for the last year and a half and actually introduced them together and both of them have always been there for me and acted as my mental rocks I don't want to have to choose one or the other but I'm leaning towards him because he's physically here do you think I crossed the line or that she might get over it also I love the show and the single father era I'm so proud of with how far you've come 
okay this is so 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 drama and I was actually talking to Lauren about this before I read this one because here's the thing I think it's hard because a part of me is like I personally can could never picture myself hooking up with a friend's ex ever I I just feel like if it's your friend, you've clearly had intimate conversations with your girl while they were dating. Like what for five months did you just never ask your friend? Like, how's the sex? Like, what are the issues? Like when she went through the breakup, didn't you talk to her about it? So in a fucked up way, I feel that being a close girlfriend to another girl to then go and date a guy that they've dated. I think it's a little slimy just from the standpoint of like, the motives seem off like now that girl's gonna be like were you thinking the whole time that I was dating this dude like were you into him did you want us to break up like it's a shitty friend move to make I also think for you to say like you may pick him because he's closer and he's there do you know how fucking fast dicks disappear do you know how fast dicks are gone because all of a sudden one day he wakes up and he found a better pussy in his mind to him and he's gone from you like to waste a badass good friendship for a dick is never the right move I truly believe leaving a girl because you think the dick is good or you think that I love this like it's it's usually never the case I think another point to think about is he's the type of person that's going to hook up with his ex's best friend I don't really think that's someone I would want to personally end up with like that's fucking weird I don't know I get it and again I don't know your trauma and you're saying they were both there for you but they were both there for you you've known this girl longer like have loyalty to your friend like are are you saying are you not writing into me saying this is the love of your life like be smart about your girl relationships when it comes to fucking girls over for a dude that like you're probably gonna end it with and then what regret losing the girl always pick chicks over dicks I know it's fucking corny but like it's low-key true daddy gang thank you guys so much for listening to this episode I hope you enjoyed I feel I hope you get a little bit of toxic a little bit of health we're just we're just doing a little dabble game up in this bitch and honestly let me know how you guys like my first little mini hit single um I'm pretty sure a lot of you are gonna cringe I'm expecting a lot of hate in my dms but what is life without trying putting yourself out there and then getting shut the fuck down guys as I told you there will not be an episode of call her daddy next week I have off so I will be back the next Wednesday day and I will update you guys on where Mr. Sexy Zoom in takes me for Valentine's Day and what we're doing and what's happening and what ends up happening to my vagina and what ends up happening to him because I have some very 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 sexual things planned for him but I don't want to say it on the podcast because he listens to the podcast and I don't want to give it away and I'm so excited because as much as February is coming to an end this year of Call Her Daddy is only ramping the fuck up I'm glad you guys are loving the content thank you so much for the positive DMs it keeps me going it keeps me alive you know the motherfucking drill daddy gang i will see you fuckers in two wednesdays this episode is brought to you by doordash one zero dollar delivery fees Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. Daddy gang, I love being home. I love to be cozy, comfortable, laying on the couch. I can't tell you how many times I need something, but I am 
too lazy to get up and get out of the house. And sometimes I need food or groceries, you name it. Dash Pass gets it delivered right to my door and yours too. It is only $9.99 a month. So I think it's a really good deal, Daddy Gang. So get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with Dash Pass and new members get a 30-day free trial. Terms apply. Sign up today. This episode is brought to you by UGG. Who's ready to create some core memories this spring, Daddy Gang? Rally the squad. We're packing up and heading out on a road trip in UGG. Y'all know I live in my UGG classic boots. Well, now it's time to swap out the boots for the sandal of the season, the golden glow, because you already know UGG season is year-round, baby. Shop the golden collection at UGG.com.